The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com Let's find your winner thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Good meeting there at Rose Hill this afternoon. Mickey Gaddon joins us and Dean Watling as well. Hello to you, Mick. Yes, G. Uh, good morning. Uh, Rose Hill today. Quick backup after Saturday. Yeah, what are we doing then? I like the I like a Wednesday meeting at Rose Hill. Yeah, I do. Uh, rails out six metres, which is interesting. You know, usually you'd suggest that it'd be a really um, strong on-pace bias. But uh, for more reports out there, uh, they might want to be getting off the rail today, which just makes it a little bit confusing. So you just sort of probably just played this meeting with a straight bat, G. I've got one play as a horse I've actually got a share in. Race two, number 10, suspect. I think it's just a really good one by four play. I think you're getting around $17. That's a ludicrous price. I had it marked $8. And uh, I think you're going to get a horse here that's going to run in the top three and then be a bit progressive at it as it gets out to 1,400 metres, G. So just the one play at the moment. If the track does happen to play leaderish, I think in race three, Yarrawonga, will be uh, very, very hard to run down out in front. But it's just going to see how it plays, mate. So uh, just the one, Rose Hill, race two, number 10, suspect. But I do have one for the listeners at Sandown, if uh, if you don't mind. Yes, no problems, mate. Take it away. Good man. Good man. Uh, race one, number four, German Jimmy. Uh, I can't believe his horse isn't favourite. Um, I think he's got better credentials. It was wide last start on debut and uh, should be getting the job done here. Had it marked closer to $2, about $3 available. And that race goes in... About now, and how yeah. good an early start. I can't wait. Like, I, I love an early start here, especially for So good. Up. It is good for us, isn't it? So, um, Jam and Jimmy, we're getting about $3. It's been easy in the market. So, you reckon we'll get better, or should we take the fixed odds there with Bet365? Yeah, I'm happy to take the $3, mate. That's uh, that's the problem in my drift, and so be it if that's the case. But I think it's a really good bet. I'm happy to take on the favourite. Go and get him. Thanks for that, Mickey G. Thanks, brother. Dean Watling joins us from DeanWatling.com. G'day, Dino. Good morning, J-Man. What are you doing at Rose Hill, brother? Yeah, again, I summarised it pretty well. We were in the tree on the weekend. Now we're at six metres. Uh, they were getting off the fence heavily on the weekend. So, interested to see our plays. I think that dints the confidence a little bit. Um, but I think we've got a couple of nice bets in the first two races. I think race one, a um, horse by the name of Makina, number six. Uh, goes on top. I think it's really hard to beat here. Good form around Zaya, who went on to run really well on a listed race up in Queensland. Trial was quiet, but that's the typical Wallace setup. Uh, Nash on, I just think it should get to the right part of the track. So I think we kick off the day. Race one, number six, Makina. We go to race two. I'm going to take on Gano and his ownership tip. I think race two, number five, Invader Zim. Should have won first up, a little bit luckless, reeled off the fastest last. 400 and 200 in the entire meeting. Gate eight scares me, but we've got two or three scratchings now. So it comes into six. As long as it's not worse than three pairs back, I think Invader Zim, race two, number five, can descend on them and win well, Gareth. So get the money and get out. And I do have a little roughie later in the day. Yes. Race six, number one, Gold Revolver. I think this horse will lead for a long way if you want a roughie across the program. Gold Revolver. That'll do us. Beautiful. So race one, number six, race two, number five, race six, number one at a price. That is it, Jimmy. All over it. You continue your wonderful day of whatever you're doing there, Dino, and keep on dominating. You too, brother. Enjoy. Matty Reid joins us, the snapper boy. Hello to you, Matty. Hello, G. We miss you down here in London for the Cup. Bloody hard to get an invite. Everyone else seems to get an invite apart from me these days. I don't know what I did wrong. 
Well, it's an, it's an election year, G, so they're worried you'd come down and you'd be running for Premier or something yeah. like that. But uh, anyway. Anyway, Miles Fitzner's making his way down SEN track there this afternoon. How Was was Brownie in town last night? Didn't see him. Oh, no, okay. didn't see him. Doesn't mean he wasn't here, but uh, no, I think he'll make his presence felt tonight. Yes, and um, he'll be best on ground. There's no doubt about that. And you sound pretty, like, chirpish on a day, like a, on a Wednesday morning. Cause I've seen you in action on a Tuesday night. Yeah, well, I'm at the track three hours before the first. I'd rather be probably in bed, if I'm brutally honest. But uh, it's nice to be at the venue and I'll walk the track and do a couple of things here. I'm not at my absolute top, but I will be come race one. All right, mate. What are we doing from a punning perspective? I think the best is in rush two, G. Uh, number 10, Van Scotia. Uncle Lindsay is just coming down and dominating the he might live carnival. There. He might live there, Lindsay, Uncle Lindsay. Uh, yeah, well, he's uh, he's making the joint his own. He, he could have a he could have a big day, Uncle Lindsay. And uh, I think he starts early in in the second. Van Scotia, uh, it's run a stack of placings this horse, but uh, I think it brings pretty solid Victorian form. And what I like about it today is just a map. He's going to lob up on speed. There's not a lot of pressure in the race on paper, and I think he just wins. So I think if you can get black odds and that's still about at the moment, I think that's more than fair. Race two, number 10, Van Scotia is my best today. What else have you got for us? Uh, race three, number four, Penine, uh, is a stayer trained by Siggy Carr that uh, smashed him in Hobart last start, which was easier grade than what it can test today, but it did run in Ho- uh, sorry here in Launceston at the start prior and was probably a good thing licked in Benchmark 64 company. So you, you can understand that it's probably up to this grade. I like the fact that Froggy goes back on. I know he's a wrap for the horse, and uh, just think it, it probably gets the chocolates today, race three, number four, Penine. Beautiful. Love a Siggy train galloper, $4.20. It's been well supported with Bet365. Anything else, mate? Uh, we'll go to the Cup, G, and just give you my thoughts on, on that one. Uh I think, I mean, Aurora Symphony going for three in a row, it's a, a terrific story and would be a massive achievement. I mean, 61 and a half, your guess is as good as mine as to whether the weight's sort of too much. It's clearly the one to beat, but the only bet I've had in the race is uh, Rising Light on a more sort of place than win type of setup. Uh, it ran second in this race last year and the Hobart Cup, for whatever reason, isn't always the best lead-up for the Launceston Cup. Went back through the form, and East Ender in 2019 is the only horse since then that's actually run in the top three uh, to come to Launceston and, and do anything up here. So you, you go back through the chances, and clearly most of this field did run in Hobart, but I think Rising Light ran a good race in Launceston last year and should camp behind the speed. And I just think in a race where I'm struggling to find a lot of value, I thought it's probably one that can run a race for us and I think we're getting about seven bucks a drum so that's where I've sort of landed in the cup all right then so um yeah seven dollars we can get so that's a, it that's um a terrific um each way bet or definitely the place there rising light with young Jordan aboard that'll do us mate um hopefully you enjoy Launceston Cup Day and you back plenty of winners we will certainly try we'll see you here next year yeah I can't wait thanks for that brother all right thanks G there we go great to catch up with the snapper hello to you Bear Robertson Hello, Gareth. How are you? The other proud Tasmanian, Bren O'Brien, who joins me for the Wednesday debate, he says he's heard some whispers around Durazzo in this first race, despite the wide draw. Yeah, it's trolled very nice. But do you want to take $2 a first starter draw in the car park? 
Well, if it's black caviar, yes. I don't know. How good is it? Well, I don't know. We'll find out on race day, won't we? So yeah. There's another one in that control quite nicely too, the 11. So uh, it's about $9. So you might GG Hailstorm, $19 into eight fifty. Yeah, Carly Heffel, nice gate. Yes. So there you go. There for the trial perth. All right, then. Um, who needs Dean Watling for trial time today? We've got Bear Robertson. What are we doing now? You've had, what, 24 hours to discuss your tips from yesterday. Who are you backing? You, um, have you found anything else for us, or are you sticking to your guns? Uh, no, I think the ones we mentioned yesterday in the cup, like acceleration is now very short, so I don't really want to be tipping that at $3.30. And I think um, the LA Sam has come into a pretty... Short price now as well, but I still think they'll both be winning. But in terms of tips, I still think first accused race seven number three is sort of around the four dollar mark. I think it's a really good bet. I reckon Cody will just camp just behind him, and if she's patient, I reckon she can get Keats late, who's obviously a pretty tough horse to get past. So hopefully she stalks him and just gets over the top a bit late. So I still think he's good value at about the four dollar mark. But earlier in the day, race five number eight, a rumor is about ten dollars. I think you can back it each way. Probably knew it sticks. Drops about three or four kilos on its last start. And these races are very even. Like, they sort of take turns who wins regarding who gets the better run. I just think today is a bit of pace. I reckon Froggy will sit fourth or fifth in the run. I reckon you might be able to get over the top of big odds. So, race five, number eight, a rumour each way. Beautiful. So, first accused, race seven, number three, race five, number eight, a rumour. Your selections there. You're keen yesterday on acceleration. has been heavily supported. Richard Cully's about to join us. There's been some go for a Galloper and a Launceston Cup. So um, enjoy yourself, Bear. I will, mate. You have a good afternoon. All right, look after the boys this afternoon as well. Brownie and Miles Fitzner, they'll run a, they'll run a muck. Richard Cully, yeah. thanks, Bear. Richard Cully joins us because acceleration is a big chance in the Cup. The inform Harry Coffey rides. He, he'll start favourite. I mentioned this yesterday. He'll start favourite acceleration. Richard, good morning to you. Hey, you Good, thanks, mate. Is it your money? They've, they've jumped out of the trees. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think there's a race he runs around that I don't start in favour. But anyway, he's he's got a pretty good record, so I can see why. Yeah, has he travelled nicely across the the across Bass Strait? Yeah, he had a great he had a great crossing. Um, the weather was good. Uh, Annabelle, our girl that travelled down with him, said he's done really well since he got there. He's zipped the bin and drank plenty, um, which I tell you the moment. Most important thing, and uh, yeah, she's getting a job as well. Happy with him, so there you go. Beautiful. Um, has this been the target, this preparation for him to get him to peak fourth up in the Launceston Cup? Well, I could sound like a genius and say yes, but I actually would have preferred the Hobart Cup, but okay. run a couple of weeks before that. Uh, we were supposed to go to Adelaide and he missed the run, so we had to go to Great Western just to give him a run, so it was a bit quick to get him to Hobart then, so this was the um, the next option, but yeah, something along those lines. All right then, so he's ready to run a big race. Yeah, no, he's ready to go, yeah. I've been looking forward to getting the 2400 for since the first day we ever got him, um, but he's just been a little bit frustrating, so today's the day. Uh, yeah, everything's, everything seems pretty good with him, um, and I think it's a suitable race for him. So, yeah, there we go. All right, mate. We wish you the best of luck. That's enough for us. <laughs> Thanks very much. Good on you, Rich. Richard Cully there, the trainer of Acceleration that will start favourite, I think, now in the Launceston Cup. has been heavily supported there this afternoon with H Coffee aboard. Aura Symphony, it's looking for three on the trot, but it's difficult to carry that weight and win a, a Launceston Cup. And he's got to...
give some nice horses a bit of weight there over the 2,400 metres. We'll take uh, the news. It's 9.31. We'll continue on bag of tips straight after this. We start today at Sandown, 10.30. Um, Mitchie Lewis, he might join us a couple of times. We might get him a little as we get close to the race as well to get his opinion on the late betting moves and to analyse the race at 10.30. But we'll have a lot of fun there today. Hello to you, Mitchie. Hello, mate. Yeah, early start. That's always nice. And, yeah, if you need, if you want me to call across, I'm, I'm definitely free, so feel free to. What do you like today? So I've had a couple of little changes, but I'm basically the same as what I tipped in the midweek masterclass. So in race four, though, like I said, there's a slight little change here. Yesterday I spruced Adonis Kick as an each-way play, but I've, we've lost the third dividend just through to a couple scratchings this morning. So what I'll say to the listeners I thought Speranzozo was the only danger. I've evenly staked these horses to try and turn over the same profit. profit sorry. So the three and the four in this race is what I've done. Look, I thought Adonis Kicks form. He's a last start winner, but two starts back behind Yellow Brick Road and Lording. That's a very impressive form line. And Speranzozo did beat Adonis Kicks. So they're the two for me. Um, if you wanted to see how I do stake him, Gareth, uh, that's all up on my great tip-off page. I do all of my bet staking up there. So give you the tips for free, but tell the people how I'm backing them up on the tip-off. Beautiful. So that's a great tip-off. You just type in Mitchie Lewis and away you go. Yep. So like I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure though one of those two will get the job done. So if we move along, my best bet of the day at Sandown, race seven, number four, Hazel Baby. I was really impressed with the run at the Valley. Uh, she did get a little bit of luck, but I thought it was well set up for her to improve second up here. Slightly up in trip, barrier two, Jamie Carr. It all ticks a lot of boxes for me. I think Hazel Baby gets the job done there. All right, beautiful. So what's your very best for the day at Sandown? Hazel Baby would be my best yep. of the day there. I, I I was against her first up at the Valley because I thought she would improve off that run. So I think she can improve here, and I think it sets up nicely for her. All right, mate. Um, love the confidence there. So... Um, what about at Gaul or this afternoon? Yeah, it's a good little, it's, you know, it, you always got to touch wood, Gareth, but I think it's a pretty straightforward meeting there. So I've got two that I like probably at their odds. Race three, number 13, Solar Sun. So this horse, he's shown some pretty good talent in what we've seen so far. He was third at Murray Bridge, but he was a little bit green when he was resuming. They, they put a tongue tie on, they put some blinkers on him. I think it's going to straighten him up. And this isn't an overly strong field. I think from what we've seen of him, he should be getting the job done in race three. Yep. So race three there. What number have we got again? Um, 13. Yep, number 13. What else have you got, mate? And then race four, number one, Sand Aston for Garrett Lynch. So I, talk, I thought this horse was going to come up a lot shorter and he hasn't. Um, so he was fifth over the weekend in the Lord Rams. So that's a group level race. He's back out to a benchmark 58 here today. Um, massive drop in grades. He's got a little bit of weight. So Tyler Hutchison, who rode her first winner last week, she also went on to ride the Lock Cup on Sunday for Garrett Lynch. So I've got a lot of confidence in her. I think she'll be fine. He has carried a big weight before. He carried 62 and a half kilos over 2,500 metres, two starts back. So I'm not concerned. He does drop down a little bit in grey uh, in distance, and I don't think that's going to matter too much. I still think he'll be pretty forwards from barrier three, and he looks the one for me. I think you're getting a pretty good price for the form he's been in, and like I said, that Lawn Breams is a pretty handy race, and he's back out to benchmark grade here. All right then, mate. Um, so you got race three, number 13, race four, number one at Gaul, or anything else? Oh, look, one at a little bit more value at the end. Race seven, number two, not a single bid. Uh, I think if... 
he goes well here at Gawler. It sets up pretty well for him with Alana Liberty in the saddle. Um, nearly one last start in a race that I'd probably say is a little bit tougher than this one. Uh, he was behind Yolana, who I've got a little bit of time for. So I think he should get the job done in the last, not a single bid. Love your work, brother. Thanks for that. Thanks, mate. You have a good day. Same I'll catch you. you later. Good luck, punters. Good on you, Mitchy Lewis there. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Chris Nelson, we're at Doombin today. Um, how are you, mate? I'm going well, thanks, Gareth. I you, hope you are too. Yeah, we're going really well, mate. What do you make of this meeting? It's not a bad-looking meeting, actually. We're on a good track, which is always good this time of year. Uh, the weather's quite warm and uh, a rail's seven and a half metres, so that doesn't necessarily mean you won't be able to make any ground. Uh, so it should be a good day's racing. All right, then take it away with your specials. Well, I think we can get some money early on. Race one, number five, Ortora, is one of Chris Waller's. He's got a few in the race. Mark Duplessis will ride this one. Uh, she's a filly who had the uh, the blinkers put on her last start, and that improved her nicely. She ran second to American Fireball. That's a, re- a fairly decent form line. There was a good gap back to the third horse. This is certainly no harder. She's uh, continuing to improve, and I think she should be able to get away with this from the inside gate. I can see her getting a good run in the race as well. So race one, number five, Ortora. Race four, number 10, Lavoni. We did talk about her yesterday. Now, she's had three starts, and at each of those three starts over 1,000 metres, she's been the strongest late. Her final split has been the strongest in the race, and she did that exactly uh, first up at the Sunshine Coast behind Stella Lady, who came out and placed in town a couple of weeks ago, ran really well. 1,200 metres today is what she's looking for. She'll be finishing off very strongly, so keen on her too. Race uh, four, number 10, Lavoni. They're the main two. Just a couple at odds later in the day. Race six, number six, regular edition, should run well. And throw at the stumps in the last. Race eight, number nine, Shape and Power at about around $20, maybe just under. Uh, she's had no luck her last couple. I can see her rolling forward here, and she might take some catching. She's a lot better than those last two runs suggest. So a couple of dollars each way on those final two. Love your work, mate. Good luck today. Thanks, Gareth. You too. There's Chris Nelson. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. So race one, number five, race four, number 10 for Chris. So each way, race six, number six. And race eight, number nine, Peter Anthony just likes the one. Race seven, number seven, Ultimate Command there at Bunbury. Let's take a break. We'll come back and continue on bag of tips. Butch Castles has some winners for us, hopefully, at Hastings. Welcome back to Giddy Up, Gareth Hall with you. Thanks for Love Racing NZ. Butch Castles joins us. G'day, Butch. Geez, that auction exceeded expectations there last night. It was great to see. Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? Glad that you're back in our hemisphere to uh, to watch it uh, with us. You know, the <laughs> gallivanting all around the world as you've been. You know, you've managed to fit us in on a Wednesday. No, I thoroughly, that's wonderful of you. I thoroughly enjoyed it, Butch. Um, unfortunately, yeah, I couldn't. Did you get to cover that one ride? That was fantastic. Yeah, huh? it was terrific. We learn a lot from Saudi Arabia, and I will tell you what, they might be coming like you know. Um, they could be investing into New Zealand bloodstock and New Zealand racing pretty shortly, you would imagine. Well, the Middle East they were and, investing yeah. last night from all around the world, weren't they? The first yep. lot going uh, to a Singaporean owner. Of course, the Aussie Kerr uh, out of Australia purchasing uh, purchasing one. And uh, it was just wonderful. A, a real wide array of people uh, getting involved. Uh, a syndicate of um, guys and girls under the... Under the Kerry Spence, Sean Clotworthy banner, uh, a group of like-minded people that have had a crack and and uh, got together, and they'll have a runner in the first NZB Kiwi. So, yeah, amazing. It was uh, exceeded all expectations, and I don't think anyone quite knew what the value of those slots would be. Yeah. But 
um, when they uh, sort of found that mark around the $700,000 mark, I think everyone was left uh, with their mouth, mouths wide open. I, I did wake up this morning being uh, pretty happy that uh, Waikato Thoroughbred Racing had taken its slot at the list price of 450 So uh, just on that, like I, I know that the money, that the extra money that's made doesn't go into the prize money, it goes into the marketing. Is that... Like they've done nothing wrong. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and be critical, but um, I was surprised. Why doesn't it go into the prize money? So if people want to think, spend more to be in the race, shouldn't that increase the prize money? I think what you'll find is I think I think the reality is that the race at three and a half in the first year plus the million bonus, and then four, and then four and a half plus the million. I think reality is it's probably uh, at a level that's enough. I think what you'll find is NZTR will look back and, and take a step back and say, hey, that exceeded our expectations. We have accrued more money and we will look to do something inventive to reward those uh, slot holders. I, I would suspect, and Bruce alluded it to, to it in a, in a um, uh, comment in, in one of the papers or one of the websites already, that they'll look to um, provide maybe uh, some bonuses or something when, the, when a horse is... Um, Secured for a slot will be something that to reward those mm. uh, slot holders. So I'm sure there'll be ways that they'll come up with uh, to get some of that money back and create some more interest as we build towards the NZB Kiwi. All right, then how do we make some money today at Hastings? Well, we're a long way off 700000 for a slot. So we'll, yeah. um, we'll look to race one. I think uh, Pikey, who kept getting beaten, if you saw the coverage, he... He kept shaking his head at the wrong time, Tony Pike. So uh, he didn't end up with one, but he'll no doubt have some horses uh, that uh, people will look to uh, maybe negotiate with him, and that'll be fun as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, I reckon he can have the winner of the first in Lanakai today. Uh, it's always showing ability, this horse, being gelded since last racing at $3.20. So race one, number four, Lanakai. And we'll go to the feature, the Little Avondale start, Lowland Stakes. Really good feel of fillies. This is always a great guy into the New Zealand Oaks. And uh, I think uh, the one horse, Sabina, she's got the form. She won the Desert Gold two starts ago. She ran fourth here in the David and Karen Ellis Phillies Classic. It was a really good run over 2,000 metres. 2,100 all suited today. She's $3 into $2.40 this morning. So plenty suggesting that she'll uh, win today in the feature uh, later on. It's a good time for you guys as well. Mm -hmm. First race isn't until uh, 2.37 our time in the feature. Uh, the Little Avondale Lowland Stakes goes around at uh, 16, so it's at 14, your time ideal to uh, grab a pint and watch what is a really good guide, as I say, to the New Zealand Oaks. Yeah. Um, we've got an early start in Melbourne today at 10.30, so there's still plenty of racing on the eastern side of the country with Brisbane and, and Rose Hill as well. So um, we'll find plenty of winners today. And for, do you know what the best part about those those slots going for as much as they did, Butch? Well, and now you're going to tell me that you're going to get a Guernsey over for the day for no. that race meeting? Is that, is well, that the best part of it? We bloody should. Number one racing show in Australasia. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the best part about it is we can team up with you now because you got it cheap. So you can have, like, I know you're, you're a generous man, but because you got it cheap, like maybe we could team up. we got a horse that would be winning. Yeah, you probably need to bring it over and train it out of Cambridge or uh, Tawamudu or Tarapa. But anyway, look, we can chat. We can chat. <laughs> hey, the captain missed out. That's surprising. He said, like, he was, 
He was so like the captain played, did he? I don't oh, think the captain played. Yeah, he's chest out when it all was announced. Like me, and my mate Chris Waller will be getting a slot. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. The captain. <laughs> the guard, he was the guard on the ghost train, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Good on your butch. Yeah. There's Butch Castles there. Let's have a chat to our great mate Simon Orchard and uh, the Ladbrokes Country Classic. Not far away now, Saturday the 16th of March. G'day, Simon. Morning, G. Yeah, you're spot on. Country Classic just around the corner and big, big news uh, broke yesterday. I did a story with Minnie Finn who qualified a couple of dogs through to the semifinals. Minnie said, G, she was looking forward to the mechanical bull, which is getting rolled into the Dubbo, okay. <laughs> Dubbo track on Friday. I don't know where you were going there. <laughs> <laughs> she said it's between her and Jack Smith. Uh, there's a thousand dollars apparently being put up by the club for whoever can sit on the mechanical ball the longest on Country Classic Finals night. Minnie Finn reckons she's uh, been on top of a couple of balls at a time, and Ray Smith used to be a jockey. So there you go. There Something you go. For the socials <laughs> in a couple of weeks. I can't wait to read that story. Wentworth Park. Wentworth Park. What are we doing tonight? Tonight, <laughs> mate. Tomorrow, today, Wentworth Park tonight. Tomorrow, speaking of the Country Classic, race six is the heat down there, and I reckon Bellyun is a pretty good bet. Uh, speaking of Jack Smith, he makes yeah. the trip out to Tamora. There's a double heat on this weekend, so I find it interesting that Jack's going to Tamora. But I guarantee, uh, if Palawar King is fit. And Abel, he will go around at Dubbo. So maybe Jack's just avoiding it. And there's going to probably be some other good ones go down to Dubbo as well. So race six, number three, Bella Una. She's an MDC finalist. She's a Peter Mossman finalist. That's over 520. I'm not sure how strong she is over the middle distance yet, but I think we'll find out today. And tomorrow's a pretty tough run. So race six, number three, the best bet at Tamora. And then tonight at Wenty Park, race three, number seven, Glycerine. Big uh, big watch on this dog after last week running pretty well. It went on debut. Uh, took a big jump right out of the boxes, G. So boxed out in seven tonight. I think it's going to suit perfectly. The dog that beat Glycerine last week uh, went pretty quick, 29-7. I think it's going to have a big future as well. And Glycerine has a second on his record behind Off the Richter, mm-hmm. who has since run tw- uh, been a runner-up in two open-age feature events. So there's some pretty good form around this dog. And I think... The preferred box draw race tonight should see glycerine at a decent price, two eighty with bet three six five. Hopefully, get up as well. Beautiful, mate. Um, what's your very best for the day then? Oh, look, I can't go past Bella. Yeah. You know, I just think that country classic heat is a little bit lacking yeah. in depth. We've seen some really good dogs go around. We've still got a couple of heats to come in the next few days. So, uh, Bella, you know, with a couple of scratchings as well, I think is the best bet. Love your work. Thanks, Simon. Very much. There's Simon Orchard, Labrox Country Classic, Saturday the 16th of March. It's Greyhound Racing, supercharged.